Assalamu alaikum, I'm your host Abdullah. I'm your host Tariq. And welcome to Bag Alert, where we give a platform to both students and professionals, allowing them to convey their journey and to give insight to those aspiring to gain knowledge in different fields of study and professions. Okay, this podcast is sponsored by the SSA here at the U of A. Uh, today's guest, we have Ibrahim, who is finishing his Bachelor of Business Administration in Accounting. Okay. Salam Ibrahim. What's up? Alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. How you doing, boys? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. How's Ramadan treating you? Alhamdulillah, man. Can't complain. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. a new restriction got hit on us just yesterday, ha. but Oof. you know, uh, we keep it pushing. You know, we do the best we can. And we're not new to this anymore. It's been almost, what, two mm-hmm. years now? Yeah. So, inshallah, just. Uh, oh, oh, you scared me there. Yeah. <laughs> Is, is this like our second or third or fourth or fifth this lockdown? Is, this, well, I forgot, man. Yeah, I don't. No, know. no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. Last Ramadan was locked off, so this Ramadan, I was like, you know, I was, I was happy that it was going. It's a little better. But, but the minute I started seeing these red flags, I'm like, I would not be surprised if they, if they, you know, close it off yeah, again. Geez. No, but the thing is, yeah. like, even Alberta, like, we didn't really like take the lockdown serious. You know, like, we never, never did, like, like until like. Where we until we're forced to, you know, like we're forced mm-hmm. to now stay home. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you'll you'll open up the most like thing is like like especially like high schools, junior highs, elementary. Like why were they open? You know, they should. That's the place. Like number, like schools especially. That's the place where you, like you can just catch like anything. You know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're all like packed up in a room and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, it's crazy. But, yeah, yeah, but you know, like this is gonna keep on happening. Shut I think until. Until everyone becomes vaccinated, or like everyone gets a vaccine, but yeah, well, exactly. that's crazy. The thing is, the vaccine's out, and we're still just going through all killing, this. Huh? That's actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's crazy, fam. But no one wants to take the vaccine, yeah. though. Yeah, no, oh, nobody wants to take the vaccine. No AstraZeneca, to be honest, yeah, hey, I'd rather hey, like hey, I'd rather hey, like hey, wait yeah. for a, like a Pfizer, to be honest. Yeah. No, we're 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 gonna like have like at the bottom okay, of the like, barrel, man. Exactly. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, say no, that bro, I'll be honest. They they offered they offered me they offered me Moderna. I was like ah, I was like I can't come today. <laughs> it was so early. No, it was like the, I think I think I was like the first. I was like the first like one of the first people that they offered. I was like fam because I work healthcare, right? Mm-hmm. I was like fam, yeah. I can't. I said oh, so I was busy too. I was I think I was at, I was Friday, you know. So I think I was at drummer or something, you know. I was like mm-hmm. yo, like I I can't, you know. And plus, a lot. I'm not trying to be a guinea pig, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine, imagine the Moderna would have been like the AstraZeneca, you, you know, like it would have been tizic, you know, it would have been dangerous. Exactly. Oh my God. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We, like, see you on the news, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. The Moderna got me, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, but yo, yeah. like Ibrahim, mm-hmm. so I ask you, like, for example, like, like from high school to like university. Was that like a smooth transition or like were you like, did you like stop a year to gap year, worked for a little bit or just straight from high school, straight to university? Man, that's a, that's a good question. Well, for me, like yourself, uh, I know you hooped, you know, in junior high, high school. So I was coming off of, I started playing basketball I remember at a young, at a young age, maybe grade six, seven, but I never made the team in grade seven. I never made a team in grade eight. So that summer, I really, really put in mm-hmm. hours, you know, like I, I put in all the work I could. And then when I made the team in my grade nine year, the senior team, I was starting. So that was already mm-hmm. showed, you know, you know, my, my fruits were, my fruits of labor were already, you know, in effect. 
So then I only pushed mm-hmm. harder grade 10. There was no junior team for my high school that I went to. I went to East Glen High School to start. I really wanted to go to ME like everybody mm-hmm. else, but complications happened. We moved around. So that wasn't part of my uh, jurisdiction at the time, jurisdiction. So then what happened was mm-hmm. when I went to East Glen, I really, I knew nobody there. I had maybe a handful of friends from junior high that got there. So at that time, we the only thing I knew what to do was hoop. So I was just hooping you know, during lunch hours. I was hooping after school, just trying to get attention. Because I said to myself, this is not the best of schools, honestly, man. It's not even ranked. It's ranked very low in, in the Alberta Education Board. So I just told myself, man, I'm going to be here just to play basketball, you know, do my education at the time. And I was coming off of also in grade nine when I was playing. I was an AP student in grade nine. So from grade nine, mm-hmm. I moved to grade 10 and I continued being an AP student. That was mainly not my choice. My mom made sure I could. I, I, I applied. I remember when I was applying for my own for, for high school, I took everything, obviously, regular dash one stream. But then when my mom came and she seen my reports already, I sent it to the school myself. She came to the office. She asked for me to be an yeah. AP. Within the first week, I got put into AP classes again. And, you know, mm-hmm. in grade 10, it was a little bit, I, I was always good at math, you know, and I was always good at, uh, uh, like, you know, physics, and things like that. But I was never a big, you know, bio guy and chemistry type of guy because I was pushing for engineering, actually. At a young, at a young age, grade 10, 11, I knew, I, I said I wanted to be an engineer. So education aside, I was I just kept hooping. Grade ten, made the team again. Grade eleven, you know, we won cities in grade ten. Went to provincials, grade eleven, back to back years. You know, alhamdulillah, I was very successful. You know, we we took down some big teams, and then my move from grade eleven to grade twelve was from East Glen High School to Jasper Place High School, all the way in the west. We moved to the West End, and that's how I got to know Dorot, our co-host here. We went to the same school, and the first time I met him, we were in the same class. We were in the same Math 30 together. I was in grade 12. He was grade 11 at the time. So Math 30-1, that's where we met. And then in grade 12, I same thing. I wanted to have the same mindset. I said, hey, I'm only going to come here to hoop. It's a better school for basketball. It's a better school for education. It was ranked one of the best high schools, you know, just a, a few years back. So I knew that I was coming to, you know, a better environment. Um, so that's when... Education for me, I started to, you know, take seriously. But by that time, it was already a little bit too late because I felt like I was so focused on basketball, I didn't build a habit of, of, of studying. You know, I was just using my, mm-hmm. you know, my God-given talents, you know, or smarts. Just for, I was never a good English student. I'm telling you that right now. I had to actually take English in the summer school. We'll get to that. I was never good at, you know, social sciences, you. you know, so little things like that. So I just, I, I thought to myself, you know, I'm going to focus on what's going to get me by. And by the time in grade 12, I think, I don't know who I was talking to, uh, an older head who told me, he's like, Hey, and he was in university engineering. He's like, Hey, I don't have a high school diploma and I'm in engineering. All you had to really do is what? Fill out those five requirements. I think I can't remember back then it was math, English 30, Two other thirty yeah. courses and 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 uh, whatever you have to have yeah. your basic uh, whatever class they required. That's me too. And, uh, yeah, no, no social was involved. You know what I mean. So I said, all right. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> I, I ended up finishing. I didn't I have a degree either. Wallahi. <laughs> I ended up finishing. I ended up finishing. No degree. Social. Wallahi, just five. You finished five courses. That's it. Five courses. That's mm-hmm. it. You just gotta give those five. I courses didn't finish social. Wallahi, I said, I said, screw it. 
Yeah. So I that, school that, social. I said, I said, I said, I, I just took my courses. Yeah. And, and, and the thing I knew it wasn't, was, I knew I didn't have, I know I didn't have the time, you know? <laughs> exactly, bro. So the thing was that, <laughs> no, I didn't have the that, time. that didn't slide well with the Dukes for me. My mom, especially my mom, bro, my mom was mm-hmm. not having that. My mom said, you know, no matter mm-hmm. what, you are going to get a high school diploma. I was, you know, tooth and nails going back and forth mm-hmm. with my mom. And my mom said, okay, you mm-hmm. know what? For the sake of Hoy, I said, all right. That's when I went to summer school to do to uh, do my English. Because I needed English anyways. And I already mm-hmm. finished social uh, my last semester of high school. The dash one. Alhamdulillah, you know, by yeah. by the grace of God, you know, I was, I never, I, always, I was always a dash one student. You know, a worst case scenario, you know. Mm-hmm. So at that time, at that time, when I went from grade 12, I applied to U of A. It was my first place I applied. Obviously, you know, just following social norms. You know, Somali kid, you want the best of the best, engineering U of A. Yeah. I did that, applied. I didn't get in. And then I remember I said, okay, you know what? Now what's my mm-hmm. second option? All right, now I'm going to apply to McEwen. McEwen has the bridging program, the one-year uh, uh, general engineering program, bridging to U of A. So I applied for that. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out. So then I said to my, and it was just mainly because of my grades, right? Because I, I, it's not like I had bad grades, you know? And I remember I was, mm-hmm. Tariq himself didn't have bad, I think Tariq had like, what, 83, 84 average, and you yeah. still had to upgrade just to get into sciences, you know what I mean? The requirements yeah. are ridiculous. Was, requirements are ridiculous. So I had, I had, a, I had a close to an 80 average. They got like super competitive. And very competitive. So at that point, you're never, you know, I was, alhamdulillah, like, you know, strong-minded enough to not say, okay, I'm not smart enough or anything. I just said, okay, you know what? The, com- the competition is just getting ridiculous over here. So what can I do to save my time as well as, you know, pursue a career that I'm going to enjoy? So when I finished grade 12, I remember I was going back and forth with my parents on, you know, uh, options to, to take. So at the time, mind you, Nate was not in any of my plans. I did not think of Nate, no program at Nate, let alone business. Uh, I said, okay, U of A wasn't an option. You know what? Let me try McEwen. I'm gonna go to McEwen and 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 see what I could do. But by the, but before then, uh, I remember one of the options that my uh, my mom was telling me was because uh, I wanted to. I still wanted to. Engineer. I really really wanted to do engineering. And so I was like, you know what? I might upgrade. I had all my friends going to center high. You know, all my north side guys and you know west side guys. Everybody was going to center high. And me, I told, and I know Center High was, you know, could easily be a big distraction for some people. So I told myself, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go to Center High. I know what class I need to take. I think I need to take three classes. It was Physics 30. Uh, just I already finished my Math 30. I redid my Math 30 on my own with modules, and I finished that with like a 95, 96. Uh, so then the only thing I needed was Physics 30, uh-huh. Chem 30. Those two, actually two classes. So those were the two classes that I needed was Physics and Chem. So I was going there for Physics and Chem. Mm-hmm. And then I remember I was there, bro, for one day. I literally went, I got my ID card, I went to my two classes, physics and chem, and I was out of there by door, you know, one o'clock. So downtown, you know, I'm chilling. And uh, I don't know if you know Tara's older brother, Ali, and another gentleman, uh, his name's Usman Al-Bakar, he's West Side, a couple of my two West Side guys. They were starting their first years yeah. in the queue at the time. <laughs> So city center McEwen were a walk, a walking distance. So I hollered at them. I said, "Hey, you know, let's grab lunch together. Perfect timing." So this is where everything changed. My whole life changed. I walked, I walked over to McEwen, and when I got there, 
uh, I met up with uh, my two guys at the library and I was telling them how my first day at City, uh, Center High went. You know, from experience, they were, you know, they were always, they were just telling me what to look out for, how to stay focused and all that stuff. So I told them about my struggle. I said, hey, I've been trying to get into this, you know, into engineering. I didn't know how it was going. And um, I wanted to know what I could do to, you know, get in, to get into McEwen at least. So Ali was in a different program. I can't remember what he was in, but Osman was in the Bachelor of Commerce program at, uh, at McEwen. And he was, he's a year older than me. So he's already been there for a year, actually. He's, he, it was his second year. So he told me, hey, bro, I got in uh, through Open Studies. I said, what's that? He's like, well, you know, you can apply uh, through Open Studies and get in. The only difference to Open Studies was that at that time, uh, the tuition for that was much higher than a regular program, you know? Mm, so, yeah. but then it still allowed you to take courses that are open. Any 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 classes that are open, you can always take them through open open studies. So he mm. told me, I was like, you know, how's mm. business first year? You know, he was taking I think intro accounting, intro marketing, basic basic classes. So I said, you know what, I I I want to you know take the 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 university level education, and I don't mind trying uh, business. You know, like let's see what happens because I didn't have a plan B. That was my problem growing up. I didn't have a plan B. So I started my uh, open mm-hmm. studies that same day. Alhamdulillah, I literally, in that library, I applied. I got my, oh, no way. you know, debit that same, day. Yeah. same day. I, same day. Like... It, was, it was hilarious <laughs> oh, because was good. I applied. I just, I applied, <laughs> I applied by luck. Literally, I think it was, what was it? Monday, I started cities, uh, what do you call it? I said it high. And then I think uh, classes at university, same mm-hmm. thing. They were, you know, you have that two week period to move in and out of classes. So, the class that I got oh, in, yeah, everything, yeah, alhamdulillah, yeah. was one shot. Everything went through. So I applied to Open Studies, paid my what? paid my fee. Go get paid it. My, yeah. Exactly, bro. I paid my fee. And when I paid <laughs> my fee, I got the email wow, telling me yeah. within an hour that I got that I, that I was I got accepted. After that, I went oh, and <laughs> enrolled for my classes. Right then, I didn't leave, fam. I left McEwen that day. I think I like. Four, five. Between Dahar and Asas, guys, he's already <laughs> enrolled. <laughs> I was enrolled. I was enrolled. So, what? <laughs> I was enrolled. So I got in. I did. So I took three classes. Went in, went out as a student, huh? <laughs> exactly, man. I, I went in as a center high student. I crazy, walked out of there man. as a university student. So I got <laughs> I <have> in. <laughs> so I got in. So well, I was. I was. You, I was you, you woke up. You woke up. You said, I'm... "I woke up that morning what? as a center high student." Crazy, well, yeah. You woke up. <laughs> Went to sleep a lot. Yeah, I got to be cute yeah, today. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, I got to be cute exactly. now. <laughs> exactly. So, alhamdulillah, wow. so that happened. So, so, so like, do, yeah. Go ahead. Like, do you still like go to like Sinai like after or like you just like oh, okay. so, like you just so dropped it off like, Sinai or like do you just like yeah. Cut? So basically, what happened was I so that was I think that was a yeah that was a Monday first day of school. No, I'm sorry, Monday is always Labor Day, so it's a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday. Tuesday was the first day of school for both places. When I so when I enrolled and I got my classes, uh, I just literally copied whatever you know uh, Osman took. I said, "Hey, since you have the notes and you have everything, I want it to be you know like a tester running. You know, I want to see you know what classes take." I remember the class that I took was uh, intro to marketing, uh, intro management, mm-hmm. as well as sorry, not intro manager, intro marketing. There was a intro sociology class as an elective because McEwen required some electives. And it was an intro 
I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. I think it was intro. Oh, oh I took political science. So I took two electives. I took two electives and one and one core class at that time. Just to just to you know test the waters. Mm-hmm. And so when I got in and everything was good, now I need to look for the books. So right away that same day, I think he he put me into uh Facebook uh McEwen book group. I got that. I ended up getting oh, all my supplies. Yeah, throughout the, exactly. So throughout the week, over time, I got all the stuff that I needed. But in terms of Senate High, I never right. walked back into there because luckily, all the books that I that I that I needed, <laughs> we were supposed to pick up later on that week. So everything that I, I I think the only thing I returned was I had one textbook that we got in my first class. I just returned that. That's it. You know what I mean? I said I didn't even bother to say peace out to my guys, man. I literally put my head down. <laughs> Drop my stuff off, walk right back <laughs> up, man. And then uh, uh, I go to next class. So now, like, hey, like, where's where's Ibrahim? Exactly, man. I was I was out of there. <laughs> so once I finished that, oh, I I went to my McEwen uh, classes, and two of my classes were in the evening. One of them was in the afternoon. So I was not used to evening classes at all. That was okay. probably my first big adjustment. Was saying, okay. Yo, I'm taking a class from six okay. to nine. On a on a Tuesday Wednesday night, oh, you know, yeah, it's, it's it's gonna those be a were little dead, were deadly. Exactly, man. Those mm-hmm. classes were. It's not like, about. It's not about in the terms of like. Hard. I want like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The things I want to ask, like for example, like in terms of the transition, like you, you said, the classes are not that hard, right? But thing yeah. is, like, like you're having more trouble with like the scheduling. Staying mm-hmm. organized and stuff like that. Because high school, they they pretty much have it all set up for you. Okay, yeah. you'll do this class, this class, this class, and you'll be yeah. out by uh three o'clock. You know what I'm saying? But like now, you have to stay until like six to nine. So like, mm-hmm. how did you? How were you able to like like to, like tackle that? Like, how did you do that? Okay, so the first thing that uh came to my mind was how do I? Yeah, exactly. How do I keep myself busy throughout the day? You know, at that time, I was able to wake up. I mean, sleeping in for me was like, you know, 9, 10, worst case scenario, 11. I'm at home. Um, I would still not, like, especially the days I have my 6 o'clock class. So I'm at home at 12, you know, 1, 2. So around that time is when I, start, I would start, you know, getting ready. Because from where I lived at the in the West End at that time, the bus routes were horrible. So I had to walk 15 minutes just to the nearest mm. bus stop. Just to catch that bus stop, go to another bus station, go to Westhead, from Westhead. Yeah. So that knows exactly what I'm talking about, man. That that area that yeah, area is people got know, people alive. People gotta be grateful, fam. People gotta be grateful. If they have a train station, like for me, like I was so lucky. Like, I live like London Day, right? So like yeah. literally the bus I could take like is like I literally got like a four minute bus ride and I'll be on the train, yeah. I'll be at school, like I'll just sit down on the train until I'm at school, you know? Yeah, right. that's man, actually crazy. Crazy, bro. Bus, bus, yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go to school. Like, I had to take bus at their bus. <laughs> yeah, like, the most like, dangerous thing, like, um, like about, about place uh-huh. was that, like, especially in the cold. I remember, like, oh, you, oh, you, uh, and, like, even your bro, you know, get you guys would, we guys would tell me how you cross the stop sign. Oh man, listen, listen, let me tell you, let me tell you, bro, let me tell you what happened. Fifteen minutes in the cold. So, so the bus comes, the bus came every <laughs> half an hour, okay? The bus came every half an hour. So it was Yikes. already a 15-minute oh walk. God. It was a 15-minute walk, like just a regular walk, not brisk, just a normal walk on a on a dry, you know, pavement, obviously. When it was winter time, on a, oh, on a dry let's day. say the oh. yeah, on a dry day. So let's say winter time, winter time, if the bus is coming at 1230, 
you literally have to leave your place no later than 12, 10, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? I remember there was times where I had to, I sprinted in like, you know, a foot of snow, man. You know, my, I, I would pull up on the bus, <sighs> my pants all wet, shoes all wet. Gosh. I would hopefully find a seat all in the back snow of the shoes? Year, You know what oh, I mean? Oh, oh my. man, it was, it was, <laughs> you know how, you know how our Somali parents tell us, oh, I used to cross it you on know, mountains just to get to school. This and that. That was my little, this was my little mini experience yeah. <laughs> to, to get to uh, school, man. So, so, alhamdulillah. They've they, was... they never seen snow, though. I like, snow or something never. else. Never, bro. Snow, never, minus 40, snow? Come on. Snow Come on. messes yeah. up everything. No, like, I had bad, bad instances where, definitely. Yeah. Like, I had instances where I had to walk, I think, run, like, like, like exactly like we said, like, run through snow, and you have oh. a bunch of, like, snow, you know, like, like how it clumps up and like goes to, like uh, like into your ankle into your sock, brother, man, and you walk brother. in the bus and have to like wait for like your feet to thaw. Fam, terrible, I don't terrible. think I've ever had dry socks all winter. That winter, my first year, man, because it was it was it was horrible, bro. It was horrible. It's always moist so, to some extent. I know, I know exactly. Oh, so man. after all that, so that was my like regular routine just to get to school. Uh, when I would get to school, so the thing is right. another another obviously key note I missed. I'm I'm the oldest of, of six boys, you know. So my responsibilities at mm-hmm. home never changed, no matter what. If I was working, if I was doing school, if I was that, it it, it only maybe it altered a little bit because I have a uh, a brother who's only a year younger than me. Make I think he was here on before Smail. Smail is my younger brother. So mm-hmm. he he Sorry, would yeah. come clutch at times because we're both driving at the time. We had a license. So when my, both of my parents were working downtown, there was another car at home. So that car would be the one to either, if I'm available, if I don't have class uh, at, in the new time, 12, 1 or 2 o'clock, I would be the one who would go pick them up from my, my younger brothers who are in elementary, pick them up from elementary and, one, and, and those from junior high, bring them home, drop them off. Make sure they're good. You know, they ate, they're doing their, their, their studies. And then my parents would come around, come back home around mm-hmm. five o'clock. They would come together. By that time, I'm out the house because I have to catch class for six o'clock. And it was just rinse, repeat for that in terms of my, uh, in terms of my education. Now, the hard part was coming back home mm-hmm. because what happened was if my class is from six to nine, right? And I, uh, I take the bus those days, my bus route stopped at like 9.30. So the closest I would get would be West mm-hmm. Ed. From West Ed, my bus does not go to my house anymore. You know, it stops right there. So I would have to get picked up from West Ed. And that would be, luckily at that time, you know, my bro was driving, so I wouldn't try to bother my dad as much, even though my dad would come. If he's going to Salah, he would come pick me up. So that was, you know, a little bit of a, of, of a hassle. But then Alhamdulillah, I ended up, mm-hmm. there was days where I was able to obviously take the car and go. So in terms of like, my drive of 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 keeping this thing going was just because I said to myself, you know, I can't flop. That was my main goal. I was like, I can't flop. You know, uh-huh. I got five younger brothers. And I remember my dad drilling this to me when I was younger, you know, 15, 16, 17. Like, I used to take the brunt of all their, you know, uh, miscues and all their mistakes and all the mishaps that they used to do, whether it be in school, whether it be at home, I would get the blame for it. You know, if they're playing too much on the, on, on the PS3 and PS4, it's like, oh, why'd you bring that to the house? It's your fault, you know. Or if I was to be the one to, uh, uh, if they're if they're if they're fighting, for example, you know, because you know we get a little physical home, a little play fighting here and there, and somebody gets hurt, it would yeah. be like, oh, you, yeah. why didn't you stop them? Why didn't you, you know? My parents tell me that, and I used to, you know, like I don't want to yeah. say I page my parents, but I used to ask them, well, like, yo, why is it always me? They have hands and feet, they have a brain to use, you know. 
So it was, it was, it was very, you know, uh, I, I understood it as I grew older. Probably when I hit around like 18, 19, I started telling myself, okay, you know what? I, I, you know, I, I know where they're coming from, right? So that's why when I started my school, mind you, I started, and I started university at 17 because I had a later birthday. So I started at 17 and mm-hmm. I was just, I was just pushing myself. I would go to my classes. Alhamdulillah, you know, I, I was always, uh, I was, I was never, I never had uh, fear of public speaking. So all my first presentations, I would, mm-hmm. I would get good feedback from my, from my colleagues, from my, from my professors. And it drove me mm-hmm. saying, you know what? Because I knew in the engineering field, you're really, it's, it's, it's all of uh, book smart, you know, brain smart, how to, how, how much you know, right. And how much you can, you, you can, you can apply Whereas in the business world, I mm-hmm. slowly really started to know right away is two things was, was key is how good you talk and present yourself. And another thing is how much you can build your networks. Those two things will always get mm-hmm. you far in, in, in regular life, let alone your program. Right. So it was building you to say, okay, you yeah. know, the whole role of, of life in general is to sell yourself. Think about it. When you go for a job interview, right, mm-hmm. your resume is, is the only thing you have on paper. Everything else, you got to push to sell yourself. Mm-hmm. When they ask you questions, sure. you got to answer to the best of your ability. So these little things I said to myself, you know what, this is, this is life skills that I can, I can easily use. So alhamdulillah, my first year went by like that. You know, I took uh, some other classes in my second semester. And uh, so that was so mm-hmm. fall of 2015 until uh, April of 2016. I, I did. I completed my first year, a few courses. So I completed half, maybe seven out of like 10 of my courses, you know, because I was taking three and three, just a little light load to get me started because I was advised again, you know, first year, the, 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 you know, a lot of mistakes that, or some kids can come through, some can't, but you know, taking a full five course load and then seeing grades. Imagine being an A student and seeing, you know, C's and D's the first time, sometimes F, you have no motivation after that. You know what I mean? So Alhamdulillah, I got by in all my classes. (laughs) I finished with a a decent GPA. So now the the change of course again was, okay, what do I do moving forward? Because I was in open studies at the time, remember? So I was still in open studies and when March 1st opened up and applications opened up for the Bachelor of Commerce program at McEwen, I applied into that. Mm-hmm. So my application was taking a while. And I remember that summer, I didn't take any classes. I was I started working at the time uh, at a dealership, uh, Western Nissan, lot manager, just like, you know, managing the whips and things like that. It was, it was a cool gig. But that summer, I was like, okay, what am I, what am I doing? You know, like, because I still haven't got it. I still haven't gotten an email back. I've, I'm asked for follow-ups. It's been like two months into summer now. I don't know my application. You know, my grades were there. So I don't know what the what the problem was. And I think it was the same issue was competitiveness, right? So people who had the higher averages first were the first ones to get, you know, uh, 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 to get in. I think oh. the competitive average for Bachelor of Commerce at that time, I can't even remember, but I think it was maybe high 70s, 75, 77, you know, something like that. Maybe less now. I don't know. But uh, so I had I had my average. I didn't get it. I, I didn't get any any response back from them. Now, I can't remember how I mm-hmm. came across this, but I remember I was I think I was reading uh, some ad on uh, online talking about the uh, the new big center. Nate had a new anyways, a new building that opened up for business, you know, business information center. They had, uh, you know, a, re- a refined business program. 
They had all these things they were talking about. Mm-hmm. So when I looked and I, I checked out their online um, requirements as well as uh, some of the things that they, they were offering, one thing that I seen at Nate more than mm-hmm. any other place was, you know, the work rate after graduation. A lot of these programs, the people were mm-hmm. 90% of the people that graduated got a job within their first year, which is huge because nobody really thinks of that. It's like you graduate, mm-hmm. now what? You know what I mean? But yeah, Nate yeah. Was no, people it. think people just want the people just want like the image, you know. For example, like for example, yeah. oh, I went to this school, I went to this school, but mm-hmm. what are you doing after school? You know what I'm saying? Like, like exactly. school doesn't matter if you don't if you don't have nothing to show for, you know? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Exactly. So, so it was like okay, you know, working after school is obviously the goal. So I said, all right, you know, let me see what this is about. I did my research, and. I seen the accounting program there, you know, the business program. And right away, right away, it, it made a lot of sense to me. I said, you know what? Let me apply. I applied, mm-hmm. alhamdulillah, and I got back a response before them. And then literally, I got back my neat uh, acceptance for the BB. It was, sorry, I applied for the Bachelor of Business, uh, uh, no, for the Business Administration Diploma. So there was a diploma program. And then they had the degree program. Mm-hmm. So while I was there, I applied for both. I applied for okay. the diploma and the degree. When I got accepted to the diploma, I just took it right away because mm-hmm. they already said, once you finish your diploma, it's like a walk in the park. Just you literally continue if you want to get a degree or not, you know? So Alhamdulillah, I, I got yeah. into my uh, diploma program. And then I think a few days later, I got accepted into the Bachelor of Commerce program at McEwen. So then decisions needed to be made. I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? Am I going to go to McEwen? Am I going to go to, you know, Nate? So then I ended up, exactly. So I weighed the pros and cons, obviously. And I don't know if any of you guys been to McEwen, but McEwen, one thing about McEwen, man, I skipped over this, but like, bro, the the student lifestyle was, oh, the environment was, oh, brother, let me tell you, man. You had to be super, super disciplined. That's all I could say, man. There was a lot of, you know, a, a, a lot of fun, bro. It was a lot of, imagine, man, I was, I was hooping more in uni than I probably did my last year of high school. That's for sure. Every day there's a hoop session, man. I would yeah. go, I, I would literally be more hyped. They have a nice to to gym right, right there. They have an amazing gym, man. Amazing gym. So, and the thing is, amazing. later, my, my second semester, I started lacking because I started seeing a little difference in my grades because I was hooking a lot more my second semester. And uh, I loved, I still love ball, man. Till today I do. But so that was my weakness. I said, you know what? That's when I, I put my foot down. I said, okay, I'm not here for, for jokes and games anymore. You know, everybody had hoop dreams to get into the league. You know, that's not my dream anymore. So I have to get serious. So just for that reason alone, just for that reason alone, I went into uh, Nate. You know, I said, okay, time to focus. I started my diploma program at Nate. Mm-hmm. And alhamdulillah, right away when I was in that environment and I seen the way that, you know, kids or the people there were moving and the way the teachers were treating me, the biggest advantage for me was the smaller class sizes. Because I went to uni, uh, when I went to McEwen, mm. I was in a class of like three to 400 in one of my classes. You know what I mean? My biggest class at, yeah. at Nate, I think was 70 people, maybe 80. That was my biggest class. So my regular, on average classes I'm having is, you know, 30 kids. It's like a regular high school all over again, you know, or, like, or a classroom yeah. all over again. So teachers, so knowing teachers on like a first overall, basis. Though, hmm, 
like overall though like how like how do you think was like just the transition from like uh from like McEwen to Nate like was it like was it a bit harder or or like you just like needed like um, more time to get adjusted you know you know the, the the biggest thing was already again I, I I didn't know much about Nate that's number one I think I in all of my walks of life Nate would have been the first place where like I I fresh start like I did not know I did not know anybody in my first year at mm-hmm. least over time it came you know at least in my program, I knew guys in different programs, but in my program, I did not know uh, anybody. So I was with. There was some engineering guys who are my good friends still today that are that are in that are alhamdulillah graduating engineering over there. But I, for my classes, the one thing about business, uh, unlike any other uh, program, you guys know it best. Study groups, bro. Study groups get you far, man. I'm telling you, like if you have a good solid study group. With they uh, do. a cu- couple of classmates. It depends on the group, though. Can... It depends. Exactly. It depends. Yeah. It depends on the yeah. group. It depends on the group. Exactly. And and yeah. then and then when I found my study group and we started taking the same classes at the same times, like to organize our, our schedule, everything was much easier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I ended up knowing one of my one of my, about, one of my close guys. I, I just want to say. I just want to say. Uh-huh. I just want to say one thing. Keep going. Because Wallahi, I booked with Nate. Because Wallahi, what you're saying right now, Wallahi, what I booked with Nate. Yeah. Wallahi, the brotherhood yeah. there is it's not comparable yeah. because Wallahi, like some of these guys, like the for example, they'll be in the same program, but they'll all take yeah. the same classes, same time, study at the same mm-hmm. time. Like low key, that's that's what you call productive. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to guys, mm-hmm. like for example, like, like I seen like at the U of A and stuff like that. Like guys will be like all over the place. Like okay, this guy is faculty of science, but there's so many different subfields in the faculty of science. But like for example, two yeah. guys are in different subfields like why are they studying together it doesn't make any sense you know what i'm saying yeah, but like mm-hmm. when i see nate guys i see them all mm-hmm. clump together like say come guys mm-hmm. so i'm taking business i'm taking business i'm taking business okay yo mm-hmm. uh the, you know the, this assignment we're going to be doing it later after class and make to join us you know that's a lot of key a lot of book that nate a lot of people get stuff done on lot this guy talking like you've been there it's eh? crazy <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, but I see it. Bro. I see it live. Bro. Uh, so I, I go study. So I still live Northside, you know. Hey, I, 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 I still live Northside, so I say I didn't want to drive all the way to U of A just to study, right? I need yeah. to print some stuff off. One of my friends will uh-huh. be at Nate. He said, "I'm with my study group." Like what? Yeah. I'm like, okay, but I'll come yeah. and say, "Yo, print, print this off for me." But I'll see. I'll just be chilling in the corner, and then him and his group will be going ham, you know, just grinding, yeah. you know. I'm like, sheesh. Fam, I thought I was, I was tripping on on weekends when I used to see fam. I thought I seen the entire North Side Somalis at at Nate on the weekends because I, I I go there so I'm going there to study. On a Saturday and Sunday, I'm seeing guys and girls that I that I know from the Somali community that you know obviously go to U of A, go to McEwen, but they're all coming to Nate. And this is when the Nate had the new building, so the the craziest part was the uh, the meeting rooms that they had were so sick, you know, very comfy and. You know, we would always you have to you have to book and take it over. We were moving like packs, bro, just to find a, a, a nice meeting room. But alhamdulillah, over time, everything every, we, we figured out a schedule, we figured out something that worked for us, and we we got it popping. You know, but um, yeah. So when I went there my first year, luckily, like I said, I finished already some pro, some uh, some of my courses at McEwen, right? So when I transferred over to uh, Nate, alhamdulillah, all all my classes uh, that were you know uh, able to be transferable got transferred, which was still majority of my my first year classes and i took uh stats already i completed stats at McEwen, so that got transferred over too because apparently i heard the stats at nate was harder so i'm kind of happy i got over and done with that um i finished uh so i finished my first year i know man trust me it's it's it was uh very interesting subject (laughs) that's all i could say alhamdulillah i did good but 
so I finished my first year within one semester. I had I had four more classes left, banged it out. That's when I first it took my first, you know, slowly increasing my workload. So four classes my first semester. Now that was so this was entering the 20 this was my 2017 uh I started. You know, I started in the January semester because for September, uh okay. Nate has different entries. Nate, Nate you can you can start September, you can start January, you can start May. Like it's not only one time you can start your program. So I remember when I got accepted in the summertime, uh, uh, in September to December, I just continued working, you know, just to just to uh, 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 you know save up, you know, and uh, you know uh, save up some money, just take a little bit of uh, uh, a mental break so I can just go hard, for, like nonstop, for the rest of my degree, for the rest of my education. Sure. So that 2016, that 2016 time, actually, I only took one class. I took one class that was. You know, uh, advised by one of my advisors, said, "Hey, if you can at least bang out this class and put your focus on this class, it'll it, you won't have to worry about it for for your next uh, semester." So I took that class; it was an organizational behavior class. Uh, so it's like uh, the psychology of, of of business almost. And alhamdulillah, it was a very interesting class. I got that over and done with while I was working one class online, and it was in person at six. But then teacher was nice enough to to put everything online, so I barely showed up sometimes. That was that was my first thing. So when I started in 2017, mm-hmm. I went 2017 uh, winter semester, then I did spring semester, then I did uh, summer semester, then I did uh, then I did again my fall semester, right? So full year, I went and I I ended up finishing mm-hmm. majority of my of my second year by then, alhamdulillah. Then I now so, 2018. So by second year, compared to, yeah. so like, uh, c- comparing to, because, do you know how you have like, like uh, an expectation for like university? Yeah. Like, did, like, did the actual experience like meet, meet the expectation, or was you all like, yo, this is completely different than what I thought? You know, the, especially with the, the Nate, was, the, the McEwen yeah. McCue- to Nate switch. Okay, so in terms of of. Uh, yeah, any personality and things of uh, of of like social life nature. The biggest difference I felt was how serious Nate was, man. I've seen more mm-hmm. people over the age of thirty, I would say, studying like madmen. You know what I mean? Trying to just do their education. Majority of yeah. my classes were a lot of older people, so they were just in there to get it done a lot and a lot of these people real a lot of these people were entrepreneurs a lot of these people there was a guy that was working for the CRA doing uh classes with me you know Somali brother right. there was um yeah. so much different level of 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 i would say pro- professionalism i think is the best word to put it you know because these people were there to get their job done and keep it pushing no mm-hmm. ifs ands or buts like, don't get me wrong. There was times where I still would go hoop. Obviously, basketball was not stopping me. You know what I mean? I, I think I joined the intramurals for, for yeah, my no. second year. But other than that, like, I was, I was in my exercise building. exercise, too. Pardon? Yeah, exactly. You need exercise. You need exercise. Oh, right. like, yeah. Like, you know, like, you yeah. need to exercise, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, like, pretty young. You know what I mean? We have to. Exactly, exactly. I could have I stopped. Healthy. I could have stopped that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. alhamdulillah. So, yeah. in terms of the of the environment, Nate was ten times more serious, ten times more, I would say, uh, engaging. Another key key factor I noticed, bro, and I've been to U of A and McEwen. I've sat in U of A class, lecture class with one of my homies, uh, and I seen the way the teachers teach. Well, I, you know, it's kind of funny because 
Mm-hmm. When you're in class, obviously, you know, sometimes you're on your phone, you're on your laptop or whatnot, you know, if, if, if you know what you're doing, at least, you know, you can catch up, you know, uh, you know, uh, if you want to not take your time seriously. But at Nate, man, well, a lot of things were just moving too fast to do any of that. So I remember uh, I, I would watch a lot of ball, you know, so I'd keep keep tabs on my phone or keep tabs on my laptop while, I'm, while, I'm t- while the teacher's teaching. And next thing I know, I missed the key information. And then I have to be that guy to stay after class, you know, or, or, or email him or her and say, hey, can you run that back? You know, just to, just to not make That's myself, dangerous. you know, feel like I, I was doing anything else. So it was it was some oh, yeah. some some uh, learning process to get over. But Alhamdulillah, in terms of one thing that but teachers emailing though, like they throw shade Nate, for me yeah. was, bro, they never, ever looked at you as a number. Never. Because since the class sizes were very small, they knew you on a first name. If you had the same teacher for like two or three different classes. Bro, you are literally chilling because those teachers, some in terms of like the perks of, let's say if you want to, if you can't finish assignment on time and you would get, obviously, you know, uh, she or he would give you extra time more so than anybody else. Or if you were someone who had uh, personal issues, I remember some kids, some people were mothers and fathers, you know what I mean? Teachers would make it easier for them. Okay. That's interesting because um, in my experiences, like in my experiences, like some some uni professors or just just staff in general just wouldn't really, I guess, mind or I, I wouldn't say care, but like that would be their focus on mm-hmm. like being like more accommodating. No, they're just like busy, yeah. you know, like especially uni, 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 university professors, like they're doing research, yeah. stuff like that. But I get like even other professors, like within other schools, like they're busy as well. But the thing is, university professors, like I don't know, just maybe the culture, you know, that they're that they're, they're just brought up and you know, they say, okay, like me and the students' relationship, like they some profs they try, but the thing is, like 100%, yeah, in terms of, like me and stuff like that, I don't think a lot like they'll be as, as accommodating as like more interconnected as. Nate teachers and stuff like because smaller classes because the professors are dealing with four hundred students they can't treat every every student with like you know like mad yeah. time you know like mm-hmm. it doesn't work that way yeah exactly. no alhamdulillah wallahi the uh, Nate professors were were very accommodating I actually ended up um me- meeting one of our, uh, two of my professors out for you know coffee or other things you know on the regular. Um, there was one guy was a Muslim brother. He was a Pakistani brother who had a family business out of DC, like uh, a jam business. So they would sell like peach jam, grape jam, you know. And then the thing was, even though it was a family business, he was my managerial accounting teacher. So he knew, you know, the the process of uh, allocating costs and things like that. So he was giving me good business tips if I ever wanted to, you know, uh, go into that entrepreneurial route. Uh, another guy, he was a african-american uh he was a cool guy as well he was my marketing teacher and he was my communications teacher as well so alhamdulillah having him back to back was very good for me and uh next thing i knew Allah, bro, i was i was breezing through my first two years uh for my diploma program and within 2018 may so within a year and some change i got my diploma at nate that was uh, alhamdulillah. I was very, I was very happy about that, and right away I knew I was like, you know what? Obviously, I'm not gonna stop here. I could have easy. There was a lot of jobs I could have applied for with my with my diploma, and I've seen it. I've seen it, some of my classmates get jobs that they were starting some as low as you know, like you know, fifty, sixty grand salary, 
some got lucky and found a gig that they have 70 grand. Obviously, they had wow. more different uh, skills and experiences. But I didn't want to chase the money. That's one thing with, with Nate. It allows you to, you know, gain monetary, some good income from the jump, you know. So if you wanted to do that, like especially in engineering mm-hmm. programs, bro, some kids were coming out of engineering. I remember there was a boom in engin- at Nate early in the two- 2010s, like I think 2011, 2012, that area when petroleum uh, engineering or was 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 high, you know, uh, oh, in man. demand. And guys were coming out. Imagine guys were coming out two-year diplomas making 120, 150 a year, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, that's crazy. Oh, you don't, you don't crazy. need to go back to school after that. You know what I mean? You see that kind of money, you're set for life. Obviously, you know, the economy changed after that. But I'm seeing, like, Nate offered a lot of, a lot of, you know, opportunity for people who wanted to come to school for a short amount of time, get your education, mm-hmm. and continue in the work field. They offered a lot of certificates. So there's people who were already, mm-hmm. you know, degrees and masters, and they want to just come get yeah, a coding certificate or they want to come get an entrepreneurial uh, uh, background or something like that, they can easily get it and get out. So that's why right away when I when I finished my diploma, I said, okay, now I have a diploma. A lot of people that I that are in the same program as me at U of V and McEwen, they have to wait four years just to see you know a sheet of paper, right? For for a degree. So mm-hmm. it allowed me to have some sort of insurance. Let's say Qadrullah, something happened and I need to start work right away. I'm technically an accountant by then, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? By the time I have my diploma, I can classify as, as an accountant, you know? So I went, mm-hmm. and alhamdulillah, I finished those two years. Right away when I got into my uh, degree program, uh, I started spring semester. Again, I ran it back, same thing. So two years, nonstop. I did it all over again, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, alhamdulillah, that was, you know, it, it, it wasn't that difficult to me anymore because I knew I knew what needed to be done. So I wanted to push and get it over and done with. So I picked up again another four classes, did the whole spring summer. I went again. Twenty eighteen September mm-hmm. came around. Alhamdulillah, I you know finished uh, that semester. Twenty nineteen January, twenty nineteen January was one of my more. It was twenty starting in twenty eighteen January. I don't know what it was for me, but I I. The second semester is always better than the first semester. You know what I mean? So when January mm-hmm, when January mm-hmm. 2019 came around and I wasn't doing that good because things started getting a little harder. At that point, I was doing uh, advanced taxation classes. I was doing um, advanced auditing classes. So this is where like the, the nitty gritty, you know, of accounting came into play. So it was definitely wasn't as easy as my as my diploma. But alhamdulillah, another thing that I took advantage of, a lot of people don't take advantage of, is, for example, uh, tutors, right? So Nate didn't offer tutors, like, personally. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can go online and look for that stuff. But I was getting tutoring from my, my profs, some teachers who I, I didn't pay. Honestly, I don't, think I don't think I paid anything for my tutor. Aside from, like, coffee and things like that, none of the people that helped me, I paid because people were just genuinely willing to help you, you know? And that's what was a big, big... You know, advantage that I had over there, alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, so my 2019 year was a little different. It kind of, I kind of slowed things down because I, alhamdulillah, I was already seeing the finish line. But, you know, uh, a major change in my life happened then. I, I got married at the end of that year, alhamdulillah. So that summer, I didn't, I didn't take any uh, classes. I obviously, I worked. I got um, very lucky, alhamdulillah. I got a good job with the government of Canada. I'm in immigration 
Refugees Citizenship Canada department. So it was uh, very different. Obviously, it has nothing to do with accounting, but alhamdulillah for for yeah. one of my, you know, for a job like that to, to come out that early, you know, in, 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 in my life, it was very beneficial mm-hmm. to me because not only, I mean, like yeah. the, the income was there, you know, the money was there, alhamdulillah, but in terms of, you know, having experience in the government, because CRA is right next door, right? CRA is something that I can get into. If I once I finish my degree, I can easily go yeah. and transfer departments if I if you know if if I obviously meet the requirements or whatnot. But I can transfer and mm-hmm. start there, or I can work my way up into an executive role that can that has to do with you know anything with accounting. Accounting accounting is very broad. The term accounting is very broad because mm-hmm. within accounting, there's auditing, there is taxation, there's uh, finance. I mean, finance is different, but then you still deal with some sort of uh, uh, finance. So it's very broad. Just like how engineering has chemical, mechanical, petroleum, construction, you know? So when you say accounting, a lot of the times I remember my teachers always correcting us saying, if you claim, if you say, once you graduate, you, and the job title that you get is the job title you should, or is the title you should go with. You know what I mean? So let's say you get an auditing gig. You consider yourself an auditor. You know what I mean? So that, things like that. That's what that, oh, some okay. teachers were giving. Some teachers were giving us advice like that. Because if you, if the only time I remember one teacher, she was she was a little bit snobby. She said, the only time you can consider yourself uh, uh, an accountant is when you get your CPA, a Chartered Professional Accountant, because you know it's like a it, it's mm. it's like a high certificate. It's like the highest certificate you can get for 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 accounting. You know. So that should be my dreams in the future, inshallah. Obviously, there's much more other things I want to do first. After this degree, inshallah. my goal is to, like, so, you know, obviously, uh, first things first, obviously. Another thing that people uh, uh, overlook is, you know, paying back the debt, you know, so whoever took school loans, you know, have coming up with a plan for that. So another thing also uh, is continuing my, my, my work in the government of Canada. I actually enjoy it, alhamdulillah, because it's one of those jobs where at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I'm getting paid via taxpayers' money, so this is a being a public ser- yeah. being a public service. You know, you have a duty to obviously, you know, give service to people that need it. So, in terms of me dealing with immigrants that are coming to the country, I feel like every day that I work, I'm helping a person. Imagine I'm just a regular officer, you know. So when they get an email saying, you know, congratulations, your study visa has been uh, accepted, or you know, your visitor visa or your visitor record is, is, you know, processed or your work permit is processed. That changes a person's life. You know what I mean? And at the same time, I used to hate, you know, like refusing people. Like, Cause I know, imagine people that have been applying to Canada for many, many years and they just don't fit the requirement or they're missing something, you know? So little things like that, you know, uh, uh, you know, make me more engaged in my work. And it's very rare to find a job that you also enjoy, you know? So Alhamdulillah, that's, that's that. And to some of my education, wallahi, you know, I have, you know, a few classes that I'm taking right now, spring semester, and inshallah, I am finished with that Bachelor of Business Administration and Accounting. And yeah, man, I can't, I can't speak much more on, oh, okay. on that. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, so well, D's journey, Allah. Yeah, from, from, from start to finish, Allah, you got us. Allah, you, you, Allah, you had us real din, Allah. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> man. You know, it was, it was very interesting. You know what? Exactly. 
So like knowing beneficial. that you like went to work and at school, you know, like how do you like how do you manage that balance though? That's you know, a good question. Like, like even working a part time job for me, well, like, it's a mission. Like, for me, like yeah. I'm working like a security, where I'm, I'm just uh-huh. chilling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like you're working like a government job. Yeah. You know, like they, yeah. like you have taxpayers. You get paid yeah. taxpayers money, so you yeah. actually got to do your job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So uh, okay, so yeah, I had I I was in both worlds. So I started my part time job when I used to work at, at Western Nissan. That wasn't a big issue mm-hmm. because I would primarily work on weekends. And I would work on days that I have maybe no classes or like one class, you know, so it never really affected my Mm -hmm. class time. It maybe affected my studying time, but not Mm -hmm. my class time. Uh, Working within the government. So I started working with the government of Canada. March 2019 was when I started March 2019. Mm -hmm. And that was what about the second last month of the semester, right? So March, April, we finish usually finish April. So already, I already had a habit built in January, February. And alhamdulillah, I, you know, it was kind of a bad mindset to put in, but I said to myself, I want to take the job seriously. So I was lucky enough that I had great grades coming into that semester, January, February. I had good grades already. So I told myself, I was like, hey, if anything does happen, I'm still passing every class. (laughs) You know what I mean? That was my mentality. It wasn't good, but alhamdulillah, I got it over and done with because it was a bit of a hard adjustment to start changing my, my routine right away, you know? So I said, once I finished that semester and I ended up taking my spring summer off that summer just to focus on work, you know, and and obviously just, you know, take a little bit of a break. Because I had three years straight where I, I didn't take, I didn't have a summer, right? So I remember the spring semester, actually, ironically, I took off. Summer semester, however, I went right back because a part of me was saying like, don't lose that groove that you're already, that mindset that you're already in school, you know, because the minute you, it, it comes right, back to right. September all over again, you're going to have to reboot your system. You're going to have to re, re, uh, you know, emphasize your, your already, the habits that you already put in place. You're going to have to do all that stuff again. So me, I think I, I like, I'm, I'm a cold turkey type of guy. If I ever have bad habits, I'm able to stop right away, you know, but if I have good habits at the same time, I want to continue those things. So I, got engaged around around I think it was June of 2019 so March I started my job alhamdulillah April May June so my initial plan was to get married in the summer of 2020 so give myself a year you know because I already have so the government of Canada contracts work on a year yeah on a year by year basis so the government contracts work on a year by year basis so alhamdulillah my first year was guaranteed mm-hmm. you know and I, I pushed myself, I pushed myself to get there and, uh, you know, basically t- telling myself was, okay, I have my whole year lined up and I handle that, you know, I, I want to get married. This is the process that I'm taking. Then finances came into place, you know, so I was able to, you know, put money aside, alhamdulillah, and focus on my, on my, uh, on my marriage process. So I was expected for a whole year. So what happened was that summer I went back to school because I said, you know what? I still have a year. I'm probably going to finish my degree by then. So let me just finish my school right now, get over and done with. When I started now, the what you asked me before is how I did my school and my, and my work at the same time. For school, mm-hmm. I made sure yeah. to do as much classes as I could online. That was the first thing to get out of the way. 
because I was working um, eight to four and nine to five. So I switched my schedule uh, depending on my semester that, that that year. So I started doing my work from eight to four. So I would, I would start my shifts from eight to four. Once I finish at four, I'll pick up an evening class at six. I have two hours, you know, to, to cool down, get ready, whatever. Then I'll take my train from downtown to Nate, do my class, and then, you know, train back home. So that was my summer semester. Now, when September came around, thing, this is where things got interesting because I took a full course load. I took five classes Ooh. in September, along with working <sighs> full-time, nine to five. How I got past that, Allah, full time, I, bro. That's a, bro. That's two lives, man. Yeah, yeah. So I two lives right now. Exactly. <laughs> full time school, full time uh, work. So I started working. I started working nine. I, I changed my shift nine to five because I needed sleep. That was the main reason. I said, "Yo, there's," because I would come mm-hmm. home on the regular one two a.m. Man. You know what I mean? Sleep, get up, fedge it, and then by that time, depending on the winter time, you can't really go back to sleep. You gotta, you know, start your day. So I would I would take my commute to work, do my work nine to five. Now my classes that were I had I had I had two classes that were during the day. The, and my rest of the three classes were two in the evening and one online. So that's how how it it, it divided mm-hmm. out. I could I tried my best to get as much classes as I could in the evening that semester, but I couldn't. So the two classes during the day I was open and I communicated to my instructors. I said, hey. I I worked, you know, uh, nine to five. Um, you know, I have this uh, new job, whatever. I wanted to, you know, know if there's any anything I can accommodate in terms of my presentation, you know, for a class, cause business, you got to present almost every class, right? So I said, is there any way I can accommodate that? One of my teachers was very accommodating, saying, okay, you know what? Because attendance was part of the grade. She removed my attendance, uh, uh, my grade from my attendance and just spread it across like, quizzes and my final and my midterm just so i can still have a shot to get those wow. those marks you know she was very accommodating my other professor wow. however for my for, for another class for accommodating yeah so my other professor from another class she was she told me that it's going to be very hard for me to do that because it depends on my on my uh my group right so my group was very understanding of me working mm. however i did take the sacrifice of work during school during that semester because i told myself like I had the alhamdulillah, I had I had the benefits of the, the the you know the sick days and the vacation days and the time off that I could take personal days, right? <clears throat> I never used to use them. But during my school semester, I would use them. So now the balance was how to tell how to inform this to my work that I need this time off, right? So my supervisor now was a was a nice person as well. You know, I had two different supervisors. When I both let them know that hey, I'm a student, you know, and uh, I remember during December and April would be the times where I would take like three, four days off in a row, you know, for finals, right? But regularly, I would, mm-hmm. if I needed a sick day, I'll take a sick day. If I needed something else, I'll take that day. But I always, alhamdulillah, managed, I, wallahi, this was honestly, guys, like, by the will of ilahi, how I mentally mm-hmm. and physically wasn't drained through this entire process. Like, I, everybody has those low days, but there was never a those time days, where, right. you know, there was never a time where I wanted to like completely quit and cut it off. Mind you, that fall, that that mm-hmm. September to December semester too, is when things change for my wedding process. Because I think at around end of September, October, uh, my me and my my wife now we kind of like said to ourselves, you know, we have December, 
you know, we we have all the means, alhamdulillah, already ready to go. It was just a matter of time at that point, you know, to wait till 2020. So we both came together to our families and we said, hey, you know what? We don't want to wait anymore. Like, you know, I think we can do it. Alhamdulillah, that process, it got sped up a little bit, but everything was already in play, you know, like the finances were there. The apartment yeah. that we had at the time was there. Perfect time though. Yeah, that. 20, yeah, it was 2020. There you go. That's a, yeah, so that's another was, thing. That was like, another like thing. June was terrible. Exactly. Terrible. Exactly. <laughs> so Alhamdulillah, we got it. We got it scheduled for the end of December. You know, so finals for me finished within the first week. I finished my my last finals like December fifth, sixth. Nate, because Nate, we didn't have reading week, so we we mm. were able to finish a week earlier than than everybody else. Oh, yeah. Finished that. My wife, she finished the week after. So those two weeks, main or those that time, family was involved. They were getting majority of things done. Alhamdulillah, me, you know, I showed up. I know Dariq was there. You know, the uh, Rahma, we got it done and over with. So now, uh-huh. once that uh, yeah. that was a big chapter of my life. But then right away, January again, another semester was waiting for me. So now I worked a full time job. I go to school full time, and I have a full time marriage that I have to focus on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so things got a little bit, you know, a little bit interesting after that. Wallahi, bro, I'm not gonna lie to you, fam. That life first, busy, <clears throat> so jet, li- oh, life, life was quick for me, bro. January, February, mm-hmm. and March. Those three months before the first, uh, before lockdown, everything happened. Those three months, bro, were a blur. I can barely remember what happened, man. I would wake up. So my wife and I, she was a full-time, she was a full-time student as well, you know, and she worked part-time. Mm-hmm. So our schedule literally, we got up at, you know, Fajr on uh, on the summertime, and the wintertime, Fajr was at 6.37. Sam, there was times where if I had an early class or, or, or like I worked early, uh, I needed to be there for a meeting or whatnot, I would legit pray Fajr at work because Fajr used to come in late, like at 6.30, you know what I mean? 6 o'clock, 6.30, that, those times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I would get up, I would eat breakfast, we would both leave the house, we'd drive to the nearest train station, take the train, she'd get off at U of A, I'd get off at Churchill, I'd start my work, she does her school, now come back around, I have evening, alhamdulillah, that semester though, January semester, I had all evening classes and one online. So I never had to worry about my, my, my day classes anymore. So I had my four classes again, three in the evening, one online, came back around. Uh, I would go to school from six to nine, finish by 10. So we would be back home by 11. So our schedule was Monday to Friday from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. We're out the house. We come home, sleep, repeat for a whole three months, bro, until COVID hit. Wallahi, man, when COVID came around. I know it was it was a crazy time for a lot of people, but that year, like till now, we talk about it. That twenty twenty year was probably the best thing to happen to us because, fam, there's no way that somebody can keep going on like that without something happening. You know, something's gonna fall. Either your school's gonna take a hit, yeah. your work's gonna take a hit, or your marriage's gonna take a hit. You know what I mean? And everything takes a hit. The time, you, every, and then everything takes a hit. So, alhamdulillah, wallah, by the grace of Allah, that was a perfect reset button for for the both of us. You know. We ended up, you know, mm-hmm. like it, it felt mm-hmm. so weird, bro. Me literally stay because think about it the weekends, the weekends were focused on what studying and doing errands, you know what I mean? Go shopping, things like mm-hmm. that. So that was that balance was, you know, mm-hmm. alhamdulillah, really got saved by, by the beginning of the pandemic. And then when things started turning into remote learning, like school remote learning and work remote learning, that's when, you know, alhamdulillah became food to me by then because. <laughs> 
I, I, I'm not leaving my crib and I, and I can manage my own time, you know, at home. In the beginning, yeah. it was a little bit different because like it still felt very surreal. And I was like, yo, we can go back at any minute. But alhamdulillah, when I knew, when I knew things were, you know, were, were like, especially in Alberta, we didn't think it seriously in the summertime. But overall, when things started getting serious and I said, you know what, now that work, a lot of people are working permanently in my, my job now. There's a couple of people that are older people that used to make the drive from a different city. Some people used to come all the way from Matasco. Some people used to come all the way from, you know, Sherwood Park, different areas. Their, oh. their contract now made them permanent yeah. to work from home. My contract's still up in the air because, like, you know, I, I uh, if they ask me to, if they oh, make wait, it optional. Wait, like, what do you mean by permanent to work at home? Like for example, like they're they're like, not coming like, back. Like, period. Like working at home permanently. Apparently, they're, yeah. Some people are working without, permanently. Without, wait, is it like a new thing that happened? So this is the thing with COVID. Wait, it allowed. Wait. It allowed. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Is is that like a new thing that happened? Is it like even after COVID? They even can work after home? COVID. I'm... So yeah. So now let me tell even you. After some, COVID. There there are some jobs wow. that I've seen <laughs> that especially a lot. You know, a lot of the jobs that have this uh, opportunity are the IT jobs. Our IT guys, where as long as they can mm. access your your computer whenever you need help or whatever things like that, they're really not needed because they never have any uh, contact with people, anyways. You know what I mean? They're they're behind a computer. Whereas us, mm. as long as we can engage with our, because my clients that I deal with, you know, the, the immigrants, I'm doing everything online. I never see them face to face. You know, so that in of itself mm -hmm. pushed some people to say, hey, you know, our union is a very strong union. Alhamdulillah. They said, you know what? We don't need to come back to work if we don't feel safe enough. Because think about it now. When we look back at it, bro, we were crammed up in buses. We were crammed up in trains. We were crammed up in, in, in food cafeterias. We were crammed up everywhere because our, our, we were we were not used to this. Obviously, no virus that they ever hit before. But think about how many times you got a flu or you caught the cold or you caught. It's, it's bound to happen, you know? So when I look back at, you know, offices or other exactly. places, your commute, like, it didn't make any sense. Why were we doing that in the first place, right? <laughs> so, so buses were so cramped, man. We're like, yeah. you know, like like someone uh -huh. right by me would just sneeze yeah, and man. cough, you know, and like, yeah, just, man. and like you grab a handle and like you'd be like, yo, oh. the handle's pretty warm. Oh, oh somebody, my God, <laughs> man. oh man, bro, COVID as, <laughs> as, as as bad. Well, I, you know what, man, as bad as COVID was, we can't take into the fact like you know a, a lot of people, you know, lost many loved ones, and you know we we pray that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala forgives them and grants them Jannah, all of them. And you know, for a lot of people, you know, for COVID was a difficult time. You know, myself, Allah's family members, but when I look back at it, it really allowed us as a as a as a society to, you know, hit the reset button and, and figure out what you know what's important a lot of people didn't realize how much time they were missing mm -hmm. from their families you know what i mean a lot of parents that were that mm -hmm. never got to spend time with their kids are spending the most times with their kids you know what I mean? maybe too much to the point where they want them to go back to school mm -hmm. but i'm saying like you know there's a <laughs> we, we can't we can't always make things look negative you know i know as bad as covid was always take the positive out of things in life you know so that was that was something that mm. was uh, very very uh, important to me, you know. And in terms of my education and work, Wallahi, the first thing first is always say Alhamdulillah. By the will of Ilahi, He allowed me to 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 keep you know my head juggle level and juggle all of that, bro. Because there's no way there's no way I, I'm giving myself all the credit, you know. Like yeah, I I did take some sacrifices, you know. Of course, nobody was able to play ball in gyms anymore and things like that. I took sacrifices from, you know, friends, for example. Now that I got married, I have, I have another responsibility. I can't, all my free time can't be given to games and, 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 and the homies anymore, you know? So there were sacrifices made there, but mm. they're always, with every sacrifice, you know, there's a benefit out of it. So 
alhamdulillah that's uh, that was about it sure. I, i think one of the last things i could mention was during my schooling uh one of the one of the great things that Nate allowed me to achieve was being able to for my public speaking was being able to speak in front of a very uh huge conference i i, I skipped over this i remember in i had two years 2017 and 2018 where i was a part of the team that represented Nate for a national case competition so across all schools across canada mm. you know UBC University of Calgary, University of Saskatchewan, everybody brought their best uh presentation teams, you know? Fam, it was like it was like September, October is when we made our team, you know? I I got I got I I'd even apply. My one of my teachers literally forced me into it. You know, she seen how, you know, me being a good uh, speaking uh, uh person, you know, good presentation skills. She said, "I need you on the team this year." She was the coach for the team. She put us on the team. And I remember we went through a few mock uh, trials. So our first mock trial, our first mock presentation, was in front of instructors of our of our of our of our uh, faculty. In front of the Nate faculty, we did our first one. Then they threw us all these questions, you know. And then our second mock uh, trial was in front of the entire Nate board. So we did it in front of like you know the the president was there. The uh, I don't know what you want to call them. The, the board of directors. Some members were there. Some members of different faculty were there. Because they were preparing us, because they were telling us that this was a big competition. So in my head, I'm like, you know, and and this is the tricky part. The hardest part of this competition was they did not tell you what you're going to be presenting until you got there. So the coaching was literally just uh, 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 um, the coaching was just literally to know to know the how to, to answer everything, to be fluid, to be in the moment, because. If if they gave us because they gave us about six months if they gave us six months to prepare let's say for example what company I could bring off the top of my mind let's say Amazon or or Apple or a big company like that right they gave us six months to prepare for that by six months I'll memorize their you know uh, records their book records you know what I mean their their financial statements I could do that but the fact that they're telling us they wanted to come us to come up with a strategy on the on the spot was very uh, was very challenging but I like accepted the challenge so we got to Calgary. Uh, in one of my uh, in March 2017 and 2018, we got to Calgary. So this was 2018. My second year was the bigger one. The 2018, we got to Calgary. Our first day there, we were in a huge conference room of all the other uh, students. You know, all the other kids from different schools. And we were there's a, a lot of groups of fours. You know, mm-hmm. so I you know I met some brothers. There was about one or two and you know, Muslim brothers that I met. Alhamdulillah, you know, we we prayed together and things like that. I nobody in my group was a Muslim. You know, it was me, a Russian guy, and two girls. You know, one was a, a, a Indian girl, and another girl was a she was white. She was a white girl. So we were different groups of people, and <laughs> Alhamdulillah, we all got we all got you know we all got along together. Alhamdulillah, we've been together for the past five six months. We were learning off each other, so we knew what everybody's strong suits were. You know, who's opening, who's closing, who's speaking in the middle. You know, so I was uh, I was opening and closing, you know, which was you know uh, pretty big alhamdulillah. So what happened was, um, oh, sorry, the Russian guy, the, the last minute, the Russian dude wanted to be the one who was opening because it kind of worked well. It was a last minute change, but he wanted to open. So what happened was we got there, 
this is the crazy part. We got there, everybody was meeting and, 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 and dealing with each other. We had dinner together, literally the night. So the next day was a competition. Hmm. We still don't know what we're talking about. You know what I mean? What happens? <laughs> they tell us, we don't know what we're talking about. We finish Asho, we finish eating dinner. Jeez. At the end of dinner, who walks up on the stage? The, the CFO of WestJet came and said, hey, thank you so much for coming. This competition, oh, the actual, this competition. Like, the, the actual guy. Brother, WestJet, WestJet. This is real WestJet. This actual is like airline WestJet. Actual CFO. It's WestJet, came, real, pulled up. Exactly. Jeez. He came and he said to us, he's like, you know, welcome you know, to this competition. I'm glad to have all of you guys here. We can't wait to hear all your strategies, blah, 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 whatever. The, you know, opening, opening statements. And then the guy went and uh, he gave... Uh, he gave it off to uh, uh, what do you call it? the um, the people there. <laughs> so um, what happened was the when the guy spoke to us, he told us how when he was saying, "I can't wait to hear all your 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 strategies and things like that." We didn't know that all of our work was gonna be taken from us. You know what I mean? It was it was. Let me tell you. I'll, I'll completely sum it up real real quick. Wait, the yeah. guy. The guy went, and we went back to our hotel rooms after that. And when we were told, our, our, our teachers came in, our coach came in after that, said, hey, we were online, we went online, and we did all the research we can on Western. They gave us, because they, they told us the next day we're going to have uh, actual uh, paper form of things that we need to learn, you know? So we went back home, we went back to our hotel rooms all night. We were just searching, only to find out that the CEO was replaced literally yesterday, the day before. So turnover became an issue. You know, uh, employee, ter- the, so finding a new CEO was an added thing that we had to put into our strategy. So the next day we woke up at 7 a.m., ate breakfast. We got into our, uh, into our uh, locked rooms, no cell phone, no uh, access to outside, no, literally nothing. You're locked in a room, brother, locked in a room for 12 hours. Okay. They gave you a case. They gave you no sticky internet. notes. They gave you, brother, the only internet was from, like, the laptop they gave us was a 1998 Toshiba laptop, bro. Nothing aside from uh, Microsoft Office was on there. Laptop. <laughs> yeah. Bro, there was no internet. There was no internet, actually. In the laptop, there was no internet. They just gave us uh, a laptop that had Microsoft Office, you know, Word, PowerPoint, Excel, blah, blah, blah. And already, whatever data was online, that they gave, whatever data was saved, nothing we can use online. So what did we do? Yikes. We started with our program. Everybody chose a part. We had to write literally bare, you know, uh, uh, information. We finished that. Once we finished our twelve hours, you know, we ate lunch, you know, and then but we were not allowed to talk about it to our supervisor, to our teachers. We were not allowed to talk about it because they would give us advice, you know. So teachers weren't allowed. We I didn't see my teacher until the next day. So we weren't allowed to see our, our coaches. We eat our lunch. We go back, you know. Obviously, I got my time to pray. Alhamdulillah. We finished. At like 6 p.m., we ate Asho. Everybody, when we were at the conference room, bro, was drained. You see guys pulling their hair. You know, dude's shirts are like buttoned the wrong way. Because we didn't see each other the whole time. We we go back to our hotel rooms. And our teacher gave us cue cards. And she said, guys, write down everything you remember. Because, oh, I forgot to tell you. The worst part of all is once you finish, you're not allowed to walk out with any information. So all the work that we did, all the paper that we wrote, whoa, our notes, whoa, whoa. everything. They said, here, please put him in the bin. Leave everything there. Fam, we were getting padded down, people. I was, I got padded down 
to make sure I didn't take a cue card. I didn't take a pencil. I didn't take anything. This was legit free modern day slavery. What they did to us, bro. We took all that. We, I took everything. I, I took everything. That I, they patted me down, bro. They patted all of us down. Made sure we had nothing. They gave us back our phones. Oh, they gave us back whatever our gadgets. We go back to our, our, our hotel rooms. Right away, our teacher says, write everything down you remember. So everybody wrote down everything they could remember, you know, off the top of our head. We, we did what we could. Alhamdulillah, we had access to the internet again. We, we took whatever information we could have got. Next day comes around, time to present. You're literally presenting off of memory, bro. Think about that. Off of memory. You know what I mean? And then we ended up finishing, alhamdulillah, out of like 24 teams, we ended up finishing fourth place, you know, we didn't get the ten grand prize, but it was it was still a moral victory for us finishing Nate finishing fourth amongst all those schools. But uh, what happened after wait, that? Wait, was, how many schools were there? Twenty four schools. Twenty four schools. Oh wow! Yeah, so we finished in the top four, so that was good. We finished fourth place. So the and the teams that won though, the teams that won, bro. The, I only give credit to the to the team that finished second. I thought they were gonna finish first because we all see our presentations, you know. And then the director's asking you questions, bro. The CFO is asking you questions. The CEO, the new CEO came, is asking you questions. The president's asking you questions. You're legit talking to an airlines that is going to use your information. If they, whatever, whichever information seems fit, they're going to use it and implement it to their company moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. They took some of our information. Free I will labor. never forget. Free labor. They took our strategy. They took another team's strategy. They took all the best available strategy. And wallahi, bro, I was on a WestJet Airlines not within a year later. And I seen their pamphlet talking about their Dreamliners. Because we were <laughs> we were advising them to go to, uh, uh, they were they were debating to go to Asia or Europe. We were advising them to enter the Asian market first because the business, they wanted to implement business class. I don't want to get too much details. But anyways, their best bet was to start with Asia in terms, because that's how much a lot of uh, people were going back and forth anyways. You know, there's a, there's a big Asian community here and whatnot, you know? No, Fam, they started a Dreamliner. Yeah. Uh, and you saw uh, the pamphlet. Brother, not the pamphlet. I'm seeing planes now. Everything that, that some of us and the students put into place is in play right now, bro. In play. I remember my dad telling me you should have asked for royalties or something. But Qadr Allah, wow. Wallahi, Qadr Allah, man. You know, Alhamdulillah, mm-hmm. Wallahi, it was, it was very interesting. I know it was a little bit off topic, but that was probably one of my very interesting times doing my, uh, my multitasking era at Nate and... Uh, and uh, working at the same time, but alhamdulillah, that was that was good times. Alhamdulillah. So just to, just to end things, like what would you say to somebody just overall trying trying to pursue business? Like being that you you, you gave like a, a like a like a description about how Nate was, like how your time mm-hmm. at Nate was with the with the competition and everything. Like overall, like, what would you say to somebody pursuing business and more specifically Nate business? I would say first you have to choose what works best for you. And if if you're somebody who you know needs a social like to to be engaged for school, for example, you know what I mean? Uh McEwen can be a path for you. If you're someone who wants a little a mix of both, you know, social life and being serious, you know, you can go to you know, I know U of A has there. But another thing you have to look in part is the level of education you're going to be getting usually is all the same. You know, like there's not a lot of places that different education is different. However, with Nate being a polytechnic school, the advantage that it has is that all your learning is industry standard. So let's say tomorrow 
a whole new software is implemented in the entire field of accounting. They're going to scratch whatever we're learning mm-hmm. and they're going to implement that uh, uh, software into our new learning right away. Because the reason why the mm-hmm. work rate is so high is because people coming out of Nate already know what, what systems they're going to be working with. Whether you're an engineer, whether you're uh, uh, an accounting student, whether you're an IT student, you're going to walk into the workforce not being surprised. Whereas I know some kids that graduated at U of A, they're the same ones who have all the book smarts. You know, mashallah, they have they're they they probably know more in theory in accounting more than I do or in business than I do. But then in terms of working knowledge, there's some that find it challenging. You know, going right away into 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 the industry, right? So I think in terms of mm-hmm. yeah. that balance, you can get that a lot of other places. But if you want practical learning, like hands-on learning, like for example, the case competition I was telling you about. You know, every school had it, but if you're somebody who wants to push yourself more, you know, or engage more with teachers or engage more with uh, 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 things that you want to do outside of school, you know, you can find that a lot of other places. But when I, when it comes to learning in general, I feel like Nate being the most practical has its advantages. Also, like I said, the, the path that I took, I took a diploma and a degree. So now I have two uh, certificates, right? Two classifications, two things I can... I can go with right. They're basically they're basically the same thing, just one more than the other. But yeah. you know, you can use both wherever you want to go, right? So, but Nate gives you a chance. Nate, Nate gives you a chance it, if you want. So if think you want about to it. Work, if, you can work up to two years. Exactly. So now, if you or or if you exactly, so if you go to McEwen and and, and uh, U of A, you know, you can take there's a, there's diploma programs there as well. But the ease in transition is literally like, uh, bro, I I finished my diploma. And I already, like, I, I, I put in, I didn't know, I, I started my degree classes without knowing that I'm doing my degree. You see what I'm trying to say? Like, I didn't need, I didn't apply. But when I was already, like, six, seven courses in, I remember one of my advisors that I spoke to said, hey, you know, you finished your, your, your di- diploma program. You're taking degree classes. Why don't you, um, why don't you just apply for the program so at least you can have it on your, uh, on your, uh, school record you know that you're doing a degree because this he said you're going to reach a point where you can't take all the degree classes without being enrolled in the program you know that's when i enrolled and wallahi within mm. i don't know days week i got accepted because i was taking everything anyway so little things like that like the chance of being able to do you know more uh, uh more more having the flexibility like you said to start working right away or to go right back to school, you know, if you're somebody who wants to pursue a four-year degree. Sure, sure. So my advice to young students would be, if you're looking, if you're listening, you know, do your due diligence. That's one thing I always tell people, you know, us Somalis, I would say, I don't know if speaking to anybody else, but us Somalis is, we have a tendency to take the easy way out, you know. I know a lot of guys that, hey, oh, this job here is paying $22 an hour. All I have to do is sit on my butt and do nothing. Perfect. I'll do that. You know what I mean? All I have to do is this and do, I, you know, <laughs> and I, I, I get paid yeah. safety. I'm not, I'm not knocking these jobs, but I'm saying people, people, yeah. I know when people go into that job and they're required to lift or they're required to do something else, they're like, yo, yo, you know, you said it was going to be easy. Da, da, da. Don't, don't fall for, you know, everybody's, every, everybody's experience is different, right? So if, oh, if you're man. talking to yeah. someone, and exactly. another thing is talk, but if you find, if you talk to someone who said your school was easy for me, I finished with a 4.0 GPA. You have to find that other guy who finished with a two or less. You know what I mean? Get the get the struggle from both sides, mm-hmm. right? Because because you don't want to go into school and everybody, mashallah, the not you know smarts are different. You don't want to go into school and say, "Damn, this is harder than I thought." You know, 
or you don't want to go into into uh, uh, something and, and think to yourself, this is completely different than what so and so told me, right? So me speaking as you know as a as a as a Nate an alumni or, or Nate grad or you know graduating from Nate, I would tell you that my experience, Alhamdulillah, was one that I would never you know change or do over if I had the chance to go back and have all the grades to get into U of A and, and McEwen for engineering that I wanted to, I would not change that for Alhamdulillah, the path that I have now. It allowed me, it, you know, so many doors open for me, Alhamdulillah. You know, a lot, I'm just literally waiting to graduate to 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 start all my, you know, my dreams and goals that I wanted to accomplish, inshallah. Um, you know, and there's, and the good thing about business is, you know, like it's, it's everywhere, you know, you can find it from Muslim countries to here in the West to, different forms of it as well, you know, and the networking that I gained of being at Nate is, is, well, I, you can't put a dollar amount on that, you know, so alhamdulillah for that. And that's just me giving my two cents on not only my journey, but also, you know, my advice. Alhamdulillah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're out of time, but, uh, but thanks for dropping in, uh, Ibrahim. Just a reminder, we have a new episode dropping every Thursday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. Thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to check us out on podcast streaming services like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify.